Okay, everybody, glad to have you here. Just uh, forewarning, we usually do this in the morning, and it is Tuesday afternoon when we're recording this. It's after lunch. We're tired. <laughs> we're ready to go home, slightly irritated. So this one could go south really fast. We also had staff expected. meeting today as had well. Had staff meeting and everything else. So uh, Greg and Matt are trying not to tick me off today. So this could be fun. This may be the best episode <laughs> ever. Matt's moving away from me. <laughs> a little space between us. Had a good weekend, guys. Uh, celebrate the fact that we saw 11 people respond to Christ this yes. weekend. Yep. I just love that. Uh, six of them were in the 10-15 uh, service, yep. which was crazy. I mean, that's just... Uh, six in a service is quite a big deal for us. It may not be that for everybody, but that was just in 12 over a weekend, or 11. 11. Or and then, just well, and then you throw on top of that, fantastic. we were talking with uh, Pastor John, our student pastor, this morning, and uh, he was telling us that uh, four students got saved in uh, the youth service on wow. Thursday night. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, add that. You can add that to the total as well. Man, it's a really big weekend, uh, exciting weekend as far 15. as that was concerned. Yeah. I'm good at math. Hey! Uh, 15. <laughs> It's incredible to think 15 people saying yes to Christ in a week. Wow, yeah. I'm blown away. So thankful to God, so thankful for what He's doing with life change. Yeah. This week we talked about listen. We're in this series called Follow. Mm -hmm. um, I did not realize this either. Maybe this doesn't belong on the podcast. Did you know that Nate did a series called Follow in the Spring, Nate Hill in Florida? So for those of you who may not remember, <laughs> Nate. Yeah, a little aside. We're sorry you're here. <laughs> you're having this conversation with yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nate. How you doing, man? Hey, Thanks for watching. We want to acknowledge that I just found out he did a series called Follow. How cool is that? Yeah. 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 So I'm Nate sure Hill, for those of you who may not remember, uh, Nate was uh, on staff here at Upward a couple years ago, served as our executive pastor, and then he and his family were called uh, to uh, Florida to lead a church down there, a great church down there called Movement Church down yep. in Port Charlotte, yep. Florida. Awesome. And they've been down there for several years now and doing a great job. And so uh, Nate's a great friend to us and uh, still keep in contact with him. And so found out that he had done a series called Follow in the spring. Did you all know that? Nope. You knew that, didn't you? I did know that, but... I did not know that, for real. And yeah. I, if... Um, why didn't y'all tell me I would have stolen some of Nate's material for this? <laughs> In a second, I would have. In fact, the series is not over yet. This so is I'm true. I'm going to go back and watch Nate. I watched just a little bit of it, and what an awesome job. That guy's an incredible preacher. Yep. Love him so much. Yep. Hope he's watching this. I do too. And if not, then I'm going to tell him he needs to. Uh, <laughs> I'll text him real but quick. But I realized that. And then he went into one called David. Yeah. And it's like he's been on that. He's for been in it throughout the entire summer. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go listen to that one. And we might have <laughs> now we know what's next. I bet yeah. that's awesome. Nate's a great guy. Yeah. But he I is. was so, it was so cool yeah. to think of us kind of, we're all family still and sure. talk fairly often. And I thought, you know, God's speaking a word to him that he's speaking to us. Yeah. So that's really Love cool. That. Anyway, follow. And we're doing three words listen, obey, and abide. Mm -hmm. This week we talked about listening to the Lord and how to do that. So, Greg and Matt told me for this podcast, they're just going to sit there and listen. Yep. So let's see how that works out. We're going to practice, uh, put into practice what he was preaching That's about right. and just going to sit here and listen. I want to live it out. There's a fly buzzing around in case fly. you were curious what. No, that was not the spirit here at him. There's a fly buzzing around. No. I, told you I was going to be crazy today. <laughs> this afternoon. Great job this weekend. Thank uh, you. It really was a uh, strong word. Um, and probably 
one that I would venture to say that the majority of us need to pay better attention to. Um, I think yeah. you even asked the question as you were getting ready to get started. Uh, how many of you are really good listeners and look around the room and there were very few hands <laughs> uh, that went up? Because I, I think that's true. I don't, I don't know that we all do a, a great job uh, of listening because we are constantly thinking about... I'm what not listening needs. now. Yeah. <laughs> You did say that in staff meeting today. Uh, asking, he asked the same question to Pastor John that I had just asked 30 seconds sooner. It's like, guys, I don't know if y'all realize this or not, but I really don't listen to y'all when y'all are talking. <laughs> I'm not a great listener sometimes. <laughs> but when it comes to being able to follow after Jesus, listening plays such a huge role, such a critical role in our relationship with him, being able to listen to what he is speaking. And uh, you, really, uh, you really did a great job of shining, uh, shining a, a powerful light on the importance and the value of why we need to listen and how we need to listen as well. So great job. Thank you. We try to figure out often how we're going to hear from God. How, how does it feel? Someone who who's not in the habit of this or the practice of this wonders, well, and I get asked this sometimes, how does it feel? How do you know when God's speaking to you? And um, does he write across the sky, you know, go here and say this today? Or do you just see a light shining over somewhere and say, I'm supposed to go there or a star? Or some people think when they say God speaks to you, you're waiting on this audible voice mm -hmm. to uh, interrupt your day, like happened in the Bible a few times. And um, there's just all kinds of ways. There's all kinds of ways God, God speaks to us. But I find that I've learned to hear Him in my heart more than in my head, if that makes sense sure. to you. Mm -hmm. I, I know that's when we talk about anything like this, it gets kind of subjective. But I've learned to just hear God in my heart rather than my head and kind of feel what He's doing in a situation and kind of flow with Him in that, you know if that makes any sense at all. Oh yeah, for sure. We had one, the one thing that popped up that I didn't share on Thursday that happened over the weekend was just a whole deal. And I've thought about it many times. It's never happened to me before that I was about to buy something on sale at the grocery store. And just in my heart, I knew, put it back, leave it for somebody else and uh, buy the more expensive one because I've got this sale item reserved for somebody that really needs it. So and was I'm that... Like, was that one of those experiences that was in your heart? I mean, that you just felt God's voice speaking to your heart? I mean, it wasn't something that you're walking around the grocery store hearing an audible voice? No, I didn't hear an audible voice okay. at all. I didn't have a Bible verse. Nothing in my devotional that day said that. Nobody said nothing about it. I was getting ribs. If you didn't hear the message, I was buying these ribs. And I put them in my cart, and I just had this overwhelming feeling, you're not supposed to buy these. And that's weird. I know wow. it's just weird. Just yeah. this overwhelming feeling. Nope, nope, you're not supposed to do this. And just felt a big nope in my heart. Don't do this. And they were fine-looking ribs, really. And they were good. They were on reduced price, you know, so they could sell They weren't moldy. moldy. No mold, no <laughs> dark meat, nothing. I mean, no moldy-looking meat or anything at all. It was just really good ribs. And uh, I wanted those, and they were, like, dirt cheap. I mean, uh, like, I think the half rack was, like, $4, wow. which is really cheap. Yeah. So I was going to get a rack of ribs for, like, or maybe two racks for, like, 20 bucks, yeah, which is really good. And I thought, yeah. So I, I immediately grabbed up all the ones that were reduced, you know, and there were like <laughs> four of them there and would have made two racks. Yeah. And I put them in my car and just started to walk through the store. And I heard this, you know, I'll put them back. And hmm. uh, I don't claim to know all the reasons, but I really left there prayerfully feeling like that may be what God did. Had them for somebody else. And uh, he blessed me enough to where I could buy the expensive ones. So I went out and bought some ribs for 
$30. (laughs) I did. And they were great. And I was blessed to have them. But somebody uh, got that bargain because God knew they needed it in that moment more than I did. I think one of the big questions that uh, that we struggle with is man, that what you just said makes sense, and I and for the most part, I think people jump on board with that. Like, yeah, okay, I can I can I can see that. But how do I determine that that voice that I'm hearing is God speaking to me versus my own my own struggles, my own thoughts? Um, you know, probably in this situation, you would not have thought, hey, I need to put this back, right? <laughs> no, I get, I'm getting a good deal on ribs here, so not normally, you know, no, right? But I mean, I think there are certain times where we struggle is this just me or is this really God speaking to me what, what would you say uh, in those scenarios I still struggle with that okay. at times it's not yeah. something that I've got a formula that I can say this is it I think the closer you get to God's heart the more you recognize his voice mm-hmm. and I've learned if it's I've learned my own voice too and I've learned the voice of the enemy okay uh, the voice of the enemy always brings confusion and fear when the devil's talking to you you're, you're unsettled yeah. and you're afraid and you're confused and, and things are muddy and cloudy when the devil's planting some seed in your mind. I know that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times my thoughts may be, I don't know, my thoughts may be good. They may have a selfish angle to it. I can tell you this. If I have a thought about generosity and giving something away, I almost know it's Jesus. Because okay. by nature, I want to hang on to stuff for security's sake. Right. I'm not, I, I wouldn't think, I, I hope I'm not an incredibly selfish person. I don't think so. But I'm the kind of guy who wants to pinch a penny and wants to save something, wants to make sure I have enough for the future. And I'm a bargain hunter as well. I love <laughs> to see something on sale. So I knew in that moment it definitely wasn't me. Gotcha. But anytime it's pushing me towards something that I know God's heart is all about, okay. I can be really confident. Yeah. If I had the voice saying, bless somebody, I feel very confident that it's God. Okay. Something like that, too. Even if you didn't hear from God, you did a good deed. <laughs> right. Still yeah. something Worst nice to do for scenario. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, though, we're called to make decisions mm-hmm. in, in, with our family yep. and where we're going to college or whether or not to take a job. Oh, there's a lot that comes into play in there, and it gets rather complicated. It does go back to the fact that Jesus says, follow me. There's a scripture, oh, where is it? Uh, it says, you shall, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. I think it's the mountains and the hills will break forth before you. I'm hearing the chorus of the song now. I think it's from a psalm. It's either from a psalm or perhaps Isaiah. But you'll go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Hmm. There's something about that that I've always said, I'm going to follow the peace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow the peace. When I have peace about it, yeah. I can step into it. Doesn't mean I'm always 100%, right? Yeah, sure. I heard a preacher say this one time. He said, I'm such a strategic, analytical person that I'm never more than 75% sure about any decision I make. And I thought, wow, that, that, uh, that makes me feel pretty good because I can get up to 90%. When I was in ministry, though, I kind of, when I was young in ministry, I used to think you had to hit 100% before you did it. Yeah. No, you don't. There's always going to be your analytical side, at least for me, saying yeah. maybe not. But I've learned when I've got the peace of God, jump in with both feet. That's good. No, that's good. I think I remember. I think it's R.T. Kendall said something along those lines of, if if there's confusion in it and there's not peace, 
you know that it's not from God. Um, and really alluding to that same thing, just follow the peace. And it's amazing to see that when you rest in it, you actually, you end yeah. up better on the other side of it. R.T. Kendall says, and I'm, I'm pretty well on board <laughs> You're good with to it. Go. He wrote a book called Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. That was super book. I, I would recommend that to our listeners who are, are, are trying to learn to hear from God. It's R.T. Kendall's Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Great book. He makes the argument there that we adjust our lives to the Holy Spirit. We don't ask Him to adjust yeah. to us. I'll never forget that. That's good. Yeah. You had mentioned uh, in the message as well that one of the reasons that, uh, at least for you, but I think it, I think it's very relatable to majority of people as well, is that one of the ways that we tend to miss God when He's speaking to us, because He's always speaking, uh, we just have sometimes have a hard time listening, is when we find ourselves busy. And you told this wonderful story about being in a parts store uh, and trying to hurry up and get on out of there, and uh, God was wanting to do something there, and another individual who uh, was in our community uh, took advantage of it and may have missed out. But talk to us a little bit about how busyness disrupts our, our ability to be able to hear God when He speaks to us. Do you ever get in go mode? Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I'm only asking for the sake of our audience. Okay. All right. You are probably one of the people that I know the most that kind of gets in a go mode. Yes. And it almost, this is not a criticism because nah. I've been right there. Nah. I don't mean it as a criticism. But it's almost like you get tunnel vision when you're in go mode. It's like mission driven. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And I've been right there. So yeah. I'm not just throwing this at you, but I know you deal with it. Um, and you just so get so focused on what you got to do next that you miss what's going on around you. Sure. And you can miss what God's doing around you. Mm-hmm. At that particular day in that auto parts store, I was pretty sure I remember it correctly that we were leaving to go on vacation later that day mm-hmm. and we had like a we were going to Florida and we had like a 10-hour drive ahead of us and I needed to get out of town and I had some sort of battery issue or something and I was needing a part so bad and I was just one of these go mode get this part and get home and get to Florida get this part get home get to Florida it was just real real go go and this lady's there in front of me who Jesus wanted to bless her and help her and I just missed it thankfully someone else was there to it was funny but uh, I, I, I think for me, I just get so focused on doing on my schedule and what I need to do. And Jesus never did this. Right. Jesus never rushed. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories that we did a series on at the start of the year was the woman with the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about Jesus healing her. And one of the things that you miss if you don't step back, if you just read that story out of context, you miss this whole deal. Jesus was on his way to raise a little girl from the dead mm-hmm. when this whole deal happened. A guy named Jairus came to Jesus and said, my daughter's sick and at the point of death, will you come heal her? And Jesus, he didn't always take right off and do that. You right. know, he didn't do it yep. for his friend Lazarus. He, he, led by the Holy Spirit, he's going to heal Jairus' daughter or raise her from the dead. And uh, I think if anything called for us to be in go mode, in mission mode, that would have called for it. Sure. But this woman, as he's rushing to get there, I don't know that he was rushing, but he's in this huge crowd trying to get through it, all kind of distractions. This woman touches his garment and gets healed. And Jesus stops and ministers to her and really brings complete wholeness and healing to her. All that going on while Jairus' daughter is dying up here. Mm-hmm. In fact, when he got there, she was dead. And you could have made a 
malpractice lawsuit out of that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Uh, the more important issue, and I would have thought, uh, I would have thought, okay, lady, would you just wait right here for me? I'm going to go heal this little girl, mm -hmm. and then I'll come back and get to you. Can you wait? Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't do that. He heard the Father, or he felt actually what the Father did in that moment and stopped and rolled along with it. And when you're following Jesus, you understand that he's not limited by time. Yeah. Whether that little girl was healed from, from life or if she died and was he had it all under control. And I think he heard in those moments. He didn't get rushed. Right. That's hard. I love that the... At the end, you brought it around to where we set our affections oh. and how hard, how hard, it, and, and there's so many things that try to steal that from us, you know, and it's so easy to focus on all the stuff that we can see. Um, but I love mm -hmm. how you brought it back up when you really set your affections on who he is. That's when you really start to hear him. This is just a, it seems simple, but it's also like we're drowning in all of this other stuff trying to pour into our lives. I wonder sometimes, like, what is a simple step to take to maybe set my affections on him more than I do right now? I'll tell you something we've been doing, and I'm going to highlight an app. Um, Alexa and I have started doing this, and, and disclaimer, this was recommended to me by a couple of fellow pastors. It's called Lectio 365. It's L-E-C-T-I-O 365. You ever heard of that? Have not. It's an app and it's a devotional. It does a morning and an evening devotional. The morning's about 10, 12 minutes long and mm -hmm. the evening's a little shorter. And uh, you just listen to it and read through it in morning and night, Lectio 365. I've done it about four days now. I've really enjoyed it. Okay. I haven't done it for a year. I don't even know who puts it out. I'm, I'm not giving a full <laughs> right. endorsement. Somebody may hear yeah. it and find something out about it that I don't like. but. I've done it for about four days and I've really enjoyed that. Whether it's that app or whether it's, it's just a, a habit or a practice, I have found that just getting in with this, they always have a prayer when you kind of center your mind on God at the mm -hmm. start of the day. That is an incredible practice, just to center, just to stop and breathe and to just breathe deeply and to kind of relax in God's presence. That, that positions your day for, to be able to hear. It's good. That's good. It's real good. I like it. Yep. Well, where are we going this week? We're going to obey this week. Yes, we are. Yes, to where the rubber meets the road. You can hear all you want. Right. But once you hear, there's a decision to be made. Fantastic. You actually do what you've been told to do. So we're going to talk about obedience. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Me too. Thank you all so much. We've made it through this podcast without passing out or killing <laughs> each other or it getting worked. irritated. Maybe a little distracted, but it's always hey. good to have y'all. We love to just be ourselves and let you get to see uh, who we really are and uh, how we function on staff. This is about it right here. So uh, uh, it's amazing anything for, actually gets done. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being with us. Bye.